Join WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio and tour guide Guy Murphy of Totally Yours and enter into scripture, bringing to life the rich traditions of our Catholic faith as we journey with Jesus. Welcome to this episode of Journey with Jesus, including the 15 proofs that Jesus Christ is the Son of God on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. I'm your tour guide, Guy Murphy. Joining our pilgrimage to the Holy Land is our special guest, Jeff Scott. Welcome, Jeff. Thanks, Guy. It, it was an awesome pilgrimage experience that we had in the Holy Land. I learned a lot as we journeyed with Jesus. Last time, we arrived into the Holy Land and went to Mount Carmel. We learned all about the great prophet Elijah and what a mess the Holy Land was in at the time. I like the visit to Mount Carmel. It's good to see our roots in the Old Testament. Where are you going to take us today? Today, we will go to the famous Valley of Armageddon, and then the city of Nazareth, where Jesus started his pilgrimage on earth in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary. My battle gear is on. Everybody talks about Armageddon. What can you tell us about it? We are all familiar with the great final battle in the book of Revelations, chapter 16, at Armageddon. The battle of good versus evil. Armageddon is actually a slang name derived from the Hebrew Har Megiddo, meaning Hill of Megiddo. Megiddo is a city between the two great mountains of Mount Carmel of Old Testament and Mount Tabor, the New Testament. So Armageddon is a slang term? I never heard that before. Megiddo. Yes, as we leave Mount Carmel on our way to Nazareth, we drive by ancient Megiddo and through the Valley of Armageddon from Revelation 16, verse 16. The city of Megiddo is on the southwest side of a very rich valley. Some call it the Valley of Armageddon. Others call it the Jezreel Valley. It is a very large fertile valley in the Galilee area. The word Jezreel comes from the Hebrew and means God sows. I imagined it would be some barren ground trenched with blood, but it's actually green and beautiful like a big garden. I'm surprised. Yes, it looks nice. However, throughout history, some famous battles took place here, including the Battle of Megiddo from 609 BC, fought between the Egyptians and the Kingdom of Judah. Also, the Battle of Megiddo in 1918 fought during World War I between the Allied troops and the defeated and defending Muslim Ottoman army. And also, even in 1964, during Pope Paul VI's visit to the Holy Land, he came right here to Megiddo. Everybody wants to know, when will the real Battle of Armageddon start? Jeff, when they ask you this, tell them to open their eyes because spiritually, we have been in the great battle for a long time. If we do not even know that we are in a battle, are we going to win any battles? <laughs> yeah, that's true. From a spiritual point, one of the things we will learn on this pilgrimage is that when Jesus walked the earth, many struggled with understanding his true mission because they were looking for an 
earthly warrior king or Messiah like King David. Jesus Christ had a much greater plan than that. He was building up the universal kingdom of God and it starts in our hearts and it will bring us to heaven. Yes, I want that. God's word reveals that before Jesus comes again, the Antichrist will come. He will be that earthly king that some people are looking for. He will probably win some kind of battle here in this valley of Armageddon. As St. Paul states, the son of perdition will take his seat in the temple at Jerusalem and be worshipped as a god from 2 Thessalonians 2. Wow, that is scary. People will worship the devil as God. Let us look at the big picture so we do not get fooled. For the true battle in Revelations, we believe we can not only look at Revelation 16 that talks about Armageddon, but in context, we must also look at Revelations chapter 12, where it talks about the woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet and on her head, a crown of 12 stars from Revelations 12 verse 1. The woman clothed with the sun. That sounds familiar. So will the great battle be by the city of Megiddo or between the great mountains? The woman and St. Michael the Archangel are battling the red dragon who is Satan. The woman is bringing souls closer to Jesus Christ and the devil is pulling souls away from Jesus. So when everyone looks for an earthly place in the little valley for the last great battle is a worldwide spiritual battle and the woman clothed with the sun is the Blessed Virgin Mary and the church modeled after her bringing souls closer to Jesus Christ. That sounds a little far-fetched. Any evidence for that? The greatest evidence is in Guadalupe, Mexico, where Our Lady appeared to Saint Juan Diego. She left actually a miraculous image on his cloak known as a tilma. Tilma could be seen today. What's the image on her? Great sign appeared in the sky. It's a woman clothed with the sun. Yes, that image of Mary is clothed with sun rays. And the moon is under her feet. Yes, she's standing on the moon and on her head a crown of 12 stars. And being with child, she cried and was in pain to be delivered. All the Aztecs knew she was pregnant because she had an Aztec maternity bow where she was eight and a half months pregnant. So God send, we would call this a postcard from heaven so we all know exactly who the woman is in Revelation chapter 12. Could somebody have just painted that image to make it look like a miracle? The miraculous image is on Juan Diego's cloak known as a tilma. The tilma itself normally lasts only 20 years because it is made out of cactus fiber. And since his cloak has lasted almost 500 years, is a miracle in itself. Our president, John F. Kennedy, wanted to go to Mexico and he said, hey, could I bring my camera and take a picture? They said, sure. So he brought the NASA scientists down with him and they did infrared photography. The scientists said the image itself was miraculous. No paint or pigment was even found on it. There is no explanation for how the image is on the cloak itself. And they also 
magnified her eye 2,500 times. And what do they find? A reflection of people in her eyes, just as a living person would have. So not only John F. Kennedy and NASA studied it, uh, many scientists over the years were able to study it and confirm its authenticity. And once again, scientists will have no excuse for neglecting God. Praise the Lord. Were the Aztec people pious to deserve such a great grace from heaven? The historians said the Aztecs had one of the most diabolical cultures in history. They had the culture of death. They were offering human sacrifices to their false god of the sun, the moon, and even their greatest false god was the old stone serpent. It seemed like nothing would put an end to that culture of death when Our Lady appeared to Juan Diego. Actually, the image spoke to him. When she was, as Revelation 12 says, clothed with the sun, the Aztec people saw, hey, she's greater than their god, the sun. And the scripture says the moon under her feet. They saw her standing on their god, the moon. They said, this woman is greater than their god, the moon. And all of a sudden they noticed that in the image, she's praying. So now the question became, who is the god she was praying to? And in a period of nine years, eight million people embraced Jesus Christ through the help of the Blessed Mother. In the year 2017, we're going to celebrate the 100-year anniversary of the woman clothed with the sun appearing to three shepherd children in Fatima during the bloody times of World War I. And she told them, war is a consequence of sin. This war will end, but if people do not stop offending God, another worse war will break out in the reign of Pope Pius XI. This prediction came even before there was a Pius XI. She also predicted that Russia would become a superpower. It would annihilate many nations and persecute the church. But in the end, my immaculate heart would triumph. Russia would be converted and a period of peace will be granted to the world. People were surprised by this prediction because Russia was a Christian country at the time. But later that year, the Bolshevik Revolution took place, which was a Masonic Revolution. And now Marxist atheism, which is the great red dragon, ruled the land. And yes, they did persecute the church and they annihilated many nations. World War II was just around the corner. At Fatima, she asked for the Pope to consecrate Russia to the Immaculate Mary and she asked for the lay people to pray the rosary every day to offer up sacrifices, and to practice the Fatima Five First Saturday Devotion, which is a great way to renew your covenant with God. Saint Pope John Paul II, the Great, consecrated Russia to Immaculate Heart of Mary on March 25, 1984. Gorbachev becomes president of Russia by 85. Great changes started to happen in Russia. By 1989, the Berlin Wall falls down. And you see the beginning of her prediction that in the end, her immaculate heart will triumph. Our Lady's message from Fanma was, These times are no means the end of the world, but the message and the promises in the end. My immaculate heart will triumph, Russia will be converted, and a period of peace will be granted to the world. So pray and have hope. What is awesome about interpreting revelations in context with the woman clothed in the sun, because not only a four 
focus on Revelations chapter 16 of Armageddon, but you include the woman from Revelation chapter 12 and, of course, the triumph of her immaculate heart of Mary that she promises in Fatima that is fulfilled in Revelations chapter 19. Let us rejoice and exalt and give glory to God for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. And that's what Our Lady's message does. It's a battle over the souls. It cleanses our hearts of the people of God. God could fix all our problems in the world and it's not hard for him. So he gives us children an opportunity to help out by preparing our souls to receive him. And then he fixes all the battles so we don't have to worry about being violent or that. God takes care of all that. So we praise the Lord and we thank God for sending our Blessed Mother and we look forward to the triumph of her Immaculate Heart. But you're, you're saying that the true Armageddon is not a bloody battle, but a spiritual battle of praying, fasting, confession, and Holy Mass. The main true battles are always spiritual. St. Paul said in Ephesians chapter 6, that battle is not against flesh and blood, but against spirits of wickedness. However, the fruit of that battle can always turn bloody. That is another reason we pray as our true weapon. We will be hearing more about that weapon later. Of course, it is a battle over hearts. Remember the scripture quote of Revelations 12:19. The devil was angry against the woman and went to make war with the rest of her children who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. The main message is the same. Our Lady teaches us how to win the great battle with prayer, sacrifice, and love. Thank you, Jesus and Mary, for providing us with this time of great graces. It is a true triumph. So this is a time of great grace? Yes, and we can learn much from being here. Look on the map. The Valley of Armageddon has Megiddo on the south side, Mount Carmel on the west side, Mount Tabor on the east side, and Nazareth on the north side. That is Mary's hometown. So we know Mary has the home court advantage in the last great battle. As we go, we will now cross this valley of Armageddon and go to Nazareth where Jesus' pilgrimage on earth started. Whenever our groups travel across this valley, we use the true weapon and pray the rosaries as we go to Mary's home. Amen. Praying with Mary as you travel to Mary's home. Wow, that sounds great. We have to take a short break to see information on our pilgrimages and books. See www.totalyears.org. I'm your tour guide, Guy Murphy, on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio bringing you on a journey with Jesus to the Holy Land. Hello, I'm Scott Hahn from Franciscan University of Steubenville in Ohio. Catholic Radio is essential for the new evangelization. It reaches people who are not necessarily going to darken the doorways of a local parish, but they'll be driving by, and you can recommend it. You can even turn it on when you've got a passenger in the car. Catholic Radio deserves your support as well. Not only your prayer support, but also your financial aid. So I encourage you all, get involved and spread the word. God bless you. 
WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at WSFIRadio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MATT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. Listen at 7 o'clock p.m. every Tuesday to WSFI Spotlight, a half-hour conversation with outstanding Catholics from our community and around the world. WSFI Spotlight re-airs on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. or listen on demand anytime by subscribing to our podcast. Visit WSFIRadio.org for more information. It's WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Only on WSFI Catholic Radio, Tuesdays at 7 o'clock p.m. Welcome back. This is your tour guide, Guy Murphy, on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, taking us on a journey with Jesus to the Holy Land, here with our guests, Jeff Scott. We just went through the Valley of Armageddon and are arriving at Mary's hometown of Nazareth. Nazareth is a bigger town than I thought. Yes, today the population is about 75,000 people. Around 30% of them are Christian. In Jesus' time, the population was estimated to be only around 500. Nazareth comes from the word Natsar, which means roots or offshoot. This also fulfills Isaiah 11.1 1, about the Messiah being the root of Jesse. 2,000 years ago, almost all the Holy Land was in a spiritual mess, but God was going to change it. This is where the angel Gabriel appeared to the Blessed Mother and told her that she was to be the mother of God's son. Where Adam and Eve said no, Mary, the new Eve, said yes in this very house. The Holy Spirit came upon the Blessed Mother and the word of God was made flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus Christ's pilgrimage on earth started right here in Nazareth at a spot which is now the Basilica of the Annunciation. Inside this has the grotto portion of their original little house at Nazareth. It is a beautiful basilica. There are many fountains around. What a beautiful statue of Our Lady. It is fitting that we find a statue of Our Lady of Grace in front of the basilica. There is much water and fountains in the shrine, and that represents God's grace flowing into the world. This is a statue of Our Lady, the New Eve, crushing the head of the serpent, just as she appeared to St. Catherine Lavery in Paris in the year 1831 in response to their government outlawing God 
40 years earlier during the French Revolution. The woman is always appearing everywhere, huh? Yes, the battle is going on everywhere as well. This same image of this statue from St. Catherine Labre's apparition is on the miraculous medal that Our Lady asked us to make, and it was used to start a re-evangelization in France. The vision combines Genesis 3.15 with the battle in the book of Revelation. After the fall of man, God told the serpent, I will put enmity between you and the woman, your seed and her seed. She will crush your head while you lie in wait of her heels. Some of our non-Catholic brothers think that if God sends Mary to crush the devil, it takes away something from Jesus Christ. The word of God is so clear in Genesis 3 and Revelations 12, they even encourage people to change the word of God in hopes of giving more credit to Jesus. Well, first of all, if anyone changes the word of God, you risk judgment on yourself because God's ways are high above our ways. On the surface, using Mary to crush the serpent is very puzzling. Yet, there are two mistakes that people make about the devil. Number one, some ignore his existence completely, but unfortunately they do not protect themselves from him and then get eternally lost. Number two, others think the devil is equal and opposite of God. In reality, the devil is just a fallen creature. In comparison with God, is less than an atom, just like all creatures. Once we have total faith that God is all-powerful and he could click his fingers and all the evil in the world would be gone in an instant, and once we appreciate that the total mess we have made throughout our rebellious history is due to our own pride, then it starts to make sense that God is going to use the humility of the Blessed Mother to crush the proud head of Satan. Yes, that is true. When God uses the Blessed Mother to crush Satan's head, it puts the devil in his place. I hear you, but this is hard to grasp. Remember when we played basketball? We thought we were really good. And if some ace came along and beat us, we would have lost, but with dignity. Yes, uh-huh. What would have happened if a little girl came along and whipped us? We would have been so crushed and humiliated that we would have given up the game. I get it. It's going to give more glory to God to have the woman crush the head of the serpent. Praise the Lord for his holy will. God not only uses the Blessed Mother to put Satan in his place, God uses Our Lady to put us in our place because every time we sin, we put ourselves equal to or above God. She is so beautiful also. What are all these plaques in the courtyard? Over 50 countries in the world donated a large plaque expressing their love for the Blessed Mother. They are located outside in the Upper Basilica. As we walk around and enjoy the beauty and diversity of their artwork, it is clear that Catholic means universal. And Mother makes everyone feel like God is their father, Mary is their mother, Jesus is their brother, and the church is their home. 
When you see all these beautiful plaques, it is obvious that Genesis 3, verse 20, is fulfilled in Mary as the new Eve. Genesis, chapter 3, verse 20. And Adam called the name of his wife Eve, because she had become the mother of all the living. Is any other woman in the world revered as their mother, as the Blessed Mother? The woman most loved. Yes, she is the woman most loved. I even saw her on the cover of National Geographic magazine again recently. However, some people give me a hard time. They doubt God's existence because they say if God is all-powerful, there would not be evil in the world. Therefore, they struggle with God. When one struggles with the concept of evil, it is usually not contemplating evil that would shed light on the issue, but contemplating the mystery of love that will provide a deeper understanding. Jeff, can the sun love? No. That is because love requires a free will, and the sun does not have free will. It is only a big ball of hydrogen fusing into helium. The summit of creation, man, has a free will. Therefore, giving man the capacity to love. In paradise, Adam said no and disobeyed God, and thus evil is in the world with its numerous consequences. If God forced man to say yes and to love him, it really would not be love. Man would be more like a computer program or a robot that just does what he is programmed to do. I understand. If God prevents evil, he would have to remove our free will, which removes our ability to love. That is why we're on the earth in the first place. Yes, very good, Jeff. And as the Blessed Mother always has us meditating on love, all those mysteries and answers become more clear. Good, here's another one. Why was that serpent in the garden in the first place? Well, on that mystery, the church officially teaches that God does not make evil, but if God allows some evil in the world, it is because God can bring a greater good out of it. It's from the Catechism number 395. If the serpent was not there, where would the merit of man come from when he is in paradise? A good doctor will put a vaccine into a healthy body. The vaccine usually contains a weakened form of the disease. Why would a good doctor do that? The body learns how to fight the disease in this weakened form and develops an ability to protect itself from the real disease for the entire lifetime of the person. In a similar way, God allows the devil in a weakened form here on earth. If we have good will, we will learn how to fight the evil in this weakened form and this ability that our soul develops of mature love will be a good protection 
that will last throughout all of eternity in heaven. We will never fall like Lucifer did. Our love will want to say yes to God and please God more than myself. In this light, we see the divine providence of God at work as our pilgrimage on earth not only tests us, but helps us build up our capacity to love. We know that the angels were in heaven before they fell. God has given us free will just like they had. After this earthly battle is won, no one will ever fall from heaven ever again. Wow, that is profound. Praise God. That completes this portion of our journey with Jesus in the Holy Land. Today we visited the famous Valley of Armageddon and arrived in Nazareth. What will we see tomorrow? Tomorrow we are going to go into the Basilica of the Annunciation and actually see the remains of the original Holy House where Jesus, Mary, and Joseph lived for many years. Great guy. I'm looking forward to it. That wraps it up this episode of Journey with Jesus. For our website for pilgrimages, books, and local events, see www.totallyyours.org. This is your tour guide, Guy Murphy, on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. We'll talk to you next time. God bless. This was Journey with Jesus on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this or any other program, visit wsfiradio.org.